Hi, this is Amy Beheimer, and you're listening to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, Habit 11. Get your oil changed. Welcome to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, a podcast to help you shift from managing autoimmune disease to creating autoimmune health using the power of everyday habits. I'm your host, Amy Beheimer, a coach and a doctor of pharmacy on a mission to create health and happiness with multiple sclerosis. Here, we focus on everyday lifestyle habits proven to help the mind and body heal from the cell up without sacrificing the true joys of life along the way. To create autoimmune health in the mind and body, you have to be great at one thing, the skill of mastering habits. That's why each episode includes everything you need to do just that, evidence-based information and real-life inspiration from the experiences of my guests, my clients, and yours truly. All habit heroes brave enough to turn a desire for help into daily decisions to create it. Let's have some fun. Hi, everybody. Does anybody remember the Zoom picture books from many years ago where you think you're looking at one thing, but as you zoom out, it turns out you're on a ship, then you're in a city or some other crazy perspective change? It may be that it's a child of the 80s thing. But as I was getting ready for today's habit, I thought about how the habits we will cover here on the Habit Hub sometimes seem like we're in a Zoom picture book. So for example, using food as medicine. I could do an entire podcast. In fact, there are entire podcasts on using food as medicine. Then we can zoom in even more. For example, the habit of feeding the gut zoom in on the habit of eating fermented foods, and so on. These are all smaller habits under the big habit. Today's habit, we're going to start with a way zoomed out habit of eating healthy, zoom in a bit more to reading ingredient lists, and that's habit three, in case you missed it, head back there when you're done here. But today's we're going to zoom in on exactly what we're looking for when we're reading ingredient lists. So today's habit, get your oil change, is just a clever way to say When you're reading those ingredient lists, pay attention to the oils used and try avoiding the ones that cause inflammation. I cover this more in depth, including the role of fat in our overall diet, how much we need and what the benefits are inside the Your Perfect Plate workshop. So if you ever find yourself asking, what should I be eating? Or if you're fed up with finding conflicting info out there, Run, don't walk to the show notes to get signed up. It's a self-paced workshop and it's less than 90 minutes total, split into five videos of learning plus action to see change right away. I created it to be a comprehensive answer to the number one question I get asked, what should I be eating with autoimmune disease? And it's yours to return to anytime you want to reassess what's on your plate. I lead you through exercises to determine what you want on your plate based on the science, of course, based on yourself, and using strategies to make it happen. So maybe in a month, you're ready for more, and you come back to your Perfect Plate workshop and redesign it again. Head to the show notes to find out more. But back to today's habit. We are going to get super zoomed in and cover the oils that we want to dial down or avoid when we see them on those ingredient lists. In habit three, we touched on the category of ultra-processed foods. And one of the most common offenders in ultra-processed foods are these oils that we're talking about today. 
They go by many different names, inflammatory oils, industrial seed oils, omega-6 heavy oils, refined or vegetable oils. So now the why. You'll hear me say over and over that we need the science and the self to weigh in on decisions about habits that work for us. And of course, a little strategy doesn't hurt. But there certainly are a few undisputed ingredients that are often found in ultra-processed foods that don't really have a place as a series regular on any of our plates. These dietary toxins are one of them. A dietary toxin is defined as something capable of causing disease or damaging tissues when it enters the body. Most people think of toxins as chemicals or heavy metals or pesticides, but even water can be toxic at a high enough dose. Dietary toxins have a huge role in modern disease, including autoimmune diseases. And the dose matters. Most of us don't get sick from small amounts, but in excessive quantities over time, our risk of developing modern diseases rise. So why do we care about these oils? The bottom line is they cause unnecessary inflammation. It can have damaging effects for the entire body and increase our risk of chronic disease. So one of the drivers of this inflammation is the content of omega-6 fatty acids in these oils. Omega-6 fatty acids cause inflammation and increase the risk of chronic disease. But it's not just the presence of the omega-6. It's actually about the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3. Research shows that our ancestors consumed about 1 to 1 omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids. This has been dramatically increased, where we see more omega-6 being consumed at the expense of omega-3. Omega-3, on the other hand, is anti-inflammatory. So we are eating more omega-6 through these oils, and we're also eating animals that are eating more omega-6 in their diet. Today's ratio in people is as high as 25 to 1. Just a reminder, our ancestors omega-6 to omega-3 in about one-to-one ratio. Now we're talking about 25 to 1. And that is likely why we're seeing an increase or one of the reasons we're seeing an increase in these inflammatory diseases, including autoimmune diseases. These oils release toxic compounds and it's even worse when they're heated. You've likely heard of the dangers of trans fat. And these inflammatory oils are shown to be more detrimental on our cells than even trans fat. They're made from seeds and plants that are grown for industrial use and not for human consumption. They're made from genetically modified plants. And there's a dramatic increase in industrial seed oil consumption over the past several decades. Why is that? These oils use chemicals to extend their shelf life. So they're super cheap and therefore abundant in processed foods. And one of the worst parts is they are used almost exclusively by restaurants usually at high heat, which I mentioned makes the toxin release even worse. So it's time for an oil change. If we're eating these harmful oils, chances are we are crowding out the good fats and the good oils that not only wouldn't harm our health, but actually improve it. So digging into the benefits and the amounts and types of the good fats is too much for this episode, but we will cover it inside your perfect plate. So check it out in the show notes. Spoiler alert, my favorite reason for good, high-quality, satiating, gut-lubricating fats and oils is that they support our cells, both the mitochondria and the cell membranes. 
And you know, I never miss a chance to shout out our mitochondria. So now we're on to the how. We need to be able to spot these oils. Here are a few examples of inflammatory oils. Corn, cottonseed, safflower, soybean, sunflower, canola, margarine, and peanut oil. So write these down. Or be sure you're on my email list to get the weekly newsletter at the link in the show notes. In those newsletters, I strive to provide information, inspiration, and insight. Not only is it clever with alliteration, but it also shapes what I share. I'm always asking, how will this information help you? How can you use this information to gain insight and inspiration to make changes today? This is the stuff that matters, the usable stuff. So to round out the how, you may be wondering which oils are good what should you be looking for on these ingredient lists? To name a few, olive oil and avocado oil are the two most common ones I see. Coconut oil, ghee, or grass-fed butter if you tolerate dairy. There's a couple that are harder to find and a bit pricier, but worth mentioning, flaxseed, hemp, and walnut oil. It's inevitable we will eat these oils from time to time. So a how to counter the effects of these oils are to boost your intake of omega-3 fatty acids, which, as I mentioned, have anti-inflammatory properties. This includes fatty fish like salmon, sardines, and mackerel. Chia seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds, and walnuts also are high in omega-3. As a client once said, once you see these oils, you can't unsee them. Remember that we are going for progress, not perfection. We don't want to create stress around trying to avoid every little thing. We may see that in the rest and relaxation and stress reduction spoke of the habit hub, if we are stressing out about trying to be perfect in the food as medicine spoke of the habit hub, then this R&R spoke may take a hit. We never want the exception to determine the rule. I hear from clients, and I've definitely said it before, that these oils are everywhere, so we can't help it. But back to habit two, question if your thoughts are true. Is it really true that we can't help it? If we define doing it right as avoiding these types of oils completely, then likely, yes, we can't help it. But we sure can help a whole lot by controlling what is in our pantries and creating a life with more meals cooked at home. One example is a cracker I love is made by Simple Mills, but they stick sunflower oil in their crackers. Sometimes they're the best option, so don't let great be the enemy of good. One more thing to note about getting on my newsletter email list. I often include brand shoutouts. No affiliations, just what I've experimented with, sharing companies that seem to be getting it right. And I love to share my recipe vault, which has tried, true, and trusted brands if and when we work together. So now on to the do of the day two options today, so pick the one that speaks to you. First, you could head to your pantry, find one product with one of these oils in it, and make it a goal to find a replacement. It's not always easy, and if you need help, reach out. The second option is this week, try to eat one extra meal at home. Given the abundance of these oils in almost every restaurant-prepared dish, small changes like these can add up. So what's it going to be? Option one, or option two. 
In closing, I want to share something I heard when I was visiting my mom's church. Her pastor ended with, worship is over, let the service begin. I just loved the play on words, and I want to try out a new sign-off here on the Habit Hub that fits what we do here. The learning is over, let the action begin. And I'll leave you with a quote from health consultant, speaker, and New York Times bestselling author Ben Greenfield. He said, Ruthlessly eliminating inflammatory oils from your diet, particularly vegetable oil, is one of the best nutrition decisions you can make for your overall health. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Habit Hub. I am forever grateful for the time, energy, and attention you share with me. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, where I might just cover the habit your body has been waiting for. Check out www.amybeheimercoaching.com for more free resources, as well as details on how to take the information, inspiration, and insight you learned today and apply it to create autoimmune health and happiness in your life. Get in touch at amy at amybeheimercoaching.com. Special thanks to my editor, Sarah. The Habit Hub is a production of Amy Beheimer Coaching, LLC. Talk soon.